Previously on Tob Radio. One week, no teeter for you. Come on, man, don't do me like that. Well, fellas, I am a triple threat. The three threats I possess, handsome, funny, modest, and athletic. Listen, I can talk Velveeta for days. This week on Tob Radio. What am I, a criminal? I'm not eating in the car. I mean, we, we have that problem every week when we record this podcast. Yes, so I cannot manipulate machines. <laughs> Very well. <laughs> and I exactly matched Scoot and did not lose. I was. Uh, so sit back, crack open a cold one, and get ready for the old boys. All right, welcome to this week's episode of the Old Boys Top Radio. I'm Guido, along with Scoot. Yeah, yeah. And Johnson. Hey, we're back. We are back. You know, like we said, it's summer. It's just going to be sporadic. You'll get episodes when you get episodes. So you get what you get and don't get upset. Um, But, man, I have to bring up something that happened, like, what, a week or two ago. Uh, Lenny Dykstra has uh, gone off the rails. Like, Phenomenal story, just just great. Scoot, give, give us a little, give us a little okay, primer. So, what, what happened um, with, with Mr. Uh, Met? All right, Lenny Dykstra, number four from the 1986 New York Mets. He was uh, the wonder kid from '86. Yeah. He was like a young up and comer in '86. Well, anyway, yeah. uh, he's kind of lost his way in retirement, so to speak. Uh, has had some run-ins with the law, uh, something about stolen cars. You know, some just simple petty theft. Some grand larceny that kind of stuff anyway he's in the news again because of something that happened to him at a subway restaurant not a subway the the method of transportation but at a restaurant all right it was a it was a it was a jersey mike's it was you say it was was a restaurant it it wasn't a restaurant it was a it was a it was a jersey mike's well and can we can we agree that that so that's a big difference like Subway and Jersey Mike's, that's a big difference. So I, think I feel like I need, that, I need that well, context. I, oh, and I also think that like when you say a restaurant, like Jersey Mike's isn't a restaurant. It's a it's a sub shop. Okay. It's like a I guess that's fast true. food. But anyways, so he's he's at a Jersey Mike's. So and, he's so uh, he's, he's he's getting a he's he's getting like a he's getting what like a turkey on wheat maybe. I mean, what do we it? peg Lenny Dykstra as? I think oh, he's, a, you, he's a ham. I think he's a, yeah. maybe an all American. Maybe a, a BLT. BLT. Um, I don't know that the story. I'm trying to look through to see if the story. And the story says does. Exactly. The story does not say what he got. But anyways, he uh, he eats like his we, lunch. Feel like we I, need to know that. And, and the funny part about it is, is like so, uh, if you've ever been to like a Subway or uh, Jersey Mike's, do you, do you either you guys like do you sit there and eat your sandwich after you order it? Typically, no, I don't. No, you 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 take that to sandwich go. to go. Right well, now, so like, I I do. Oh boy! Oh geez! Here we yeah, go. I do because I'm usually running on a lunch hour, and I sit there and I eat it real quick, and then I go back I to work. Uh, don't judge me. Don't don't judge me. I'd rather eat my car. <laughs> like, don't you eat in the car? Why don't Give you eat in the break. car? No. 
You in the rabbit? What 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 am what what am I a criminal? I'm not eating in the car. I'm eating in the restaurant. I'm I'm with you, Scoot. I'm I'm a uh, if I'm by myself, I go to a Jersey Mike's. I get I'm a sub. Not by I'm myself. eating it in the car. I'm, I'm not by I'm music. not by myself. I'm I'm listening to my music. I'm reading the internets. I'm not uh, I'm not sitting I, at a table okay. like a like the lonely sad guy. Well, I'm so I'm not by myself. <laughs> I'm with someone usually. But anyway, I take it by that response that Dykstra must have ate in. He did. He, he, he did. He did. He, he dined, dined in, in at the at the at the, uh, at the Jersey now, Mike's in Linden, New Jersey. Right. Now he's not an old guy. No, right? I mean he's 50, probably seven. Fifties, yeah, late fifties, early sixties. I would guess. I think he's fifty-seven. I think is where I saw that somewhere. Anyway, old nails, um, which I feel this is an early age to have this situation. Um, to enjoy yes. his sandwich, he had some recently made dentures and he decided to take those out and put them on a napkin oh of yes. course he did all right okay, okay. yeah what so, could go wrong so, right so, he likes to enjoy his subs with no teeth so if you've ever been to a jersey mike's really nice place if you eat there uh, apparently the servers will come around and help clean your plate table for you yeah sure so the server uh cleans up the table takes the napkin and what he thinks is trash and throws it in the trash oh boy of the jersey of the jersey mics so nails doesn't take too kindly to this i take it no even better he doesn't realize it until he's getting ready to like leave or getting in his car or whatever <clears throat> and realizes that he's lost it goes back in guy says oh we've already taken the trash out to the dumpster oh my gosh now before we get any farther i didn't realize the cost of such an apparatus but um Apparently, these chompers... Well, thankfully, I'm not familiar either, so these, I don't know. Uh, these chompers, or choppers, depending on how you want to look at it, um, cost about $80,000. What? 80 Come on. 80 no. grand for a pair of dentures. Come on. Yes. That's what he says. He says 80 grand dentures. So they're That's in, absurd. Yeah. So they're in the dumpster behind the Jersey Mike's in Linden, New Jersey, and, uh, and Lenny... Decides he's got to go find the 80 grand. He got to go find these, right? He's got to go look for them. So he goes out and goes uh, dumpster diving. So, so he's, hold he's, on a second. So the Goog tells me. Wait, wait. No, no, don't be Googling. Don't, don't no, be no, Googling. No, no, no. no, I'm not Googling the story. I'm just saying oh. the Goog tells me that the average cost of a set of dentures is roughly uh, like 1500 to $3,000 for uppers and lowers. These must be. Uh, Pretty high end. Uh, so I feel, like 80, I, I feel like 80000 is a bit on the high side, according to that I'm estimate. I'm going to say these are like uh, elephant tusk. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right. Special order. Uh, special order. ivory elef <laughs> elephant tusk. Uh. So he spends a, a decent amount of time, from what it sounds like. Roughly nine hours. Yeah, but he spends yeah, a decent amount of time to start looking for this dumpster. What? Hold on, wait, listen. He spends a decent amount of time looking through his dumpster. After a few hours, a few hours, first of all, he it's starting to get dark. And he has <laughs> um, been digging through this dumpster for a few hours. It's getting dark. So he calls Uber. And an Uber driver, he calls Uber, and, you know, Uber place marks where you are. The Uber driver looks at it. He's like, I got to go to the back of the Jersey Mike's. So the Uber driver drives around to the back of the Jersey Mike's to pick up Lenny Dykstra, who asked for his Uber, because Lenny wants to go home. Uh, he get, wants to get his buddy, and he wants to get a couple flashlights and come back and go dumpster, keep well, dumpster how diving. He, how did he get to the Jersey Mike's? He didn't drive a car? I, it doesn't sound like it. It sounds like So many to, questions with I this know. story. So here's the thing, though. Uber driver drives around. Uber driver is 
the very, very famous Sprinkles the Clown, a semi-professional wrestler from <laughs> Southern New Jer- from New Jersey, right? <laughs> the and, plot thickens. The plot thickens. And I'll let you, go, you can go ahead now and you can Google Sprinkles the Clown just so you can get a little <laughs> bit of a, so Sprinkles is like, picks. he's like, I'm picking up Lenny Dykstra. He picks up Lenny Dykstra, takes him back to his house. Lenny's like, wait, you got to take me back to the Jersey Mike's. So Sprinkles, Lenny Dykstra, and Lenny Dykstra's buddy go back to Jersey Mike's, and they spend like another two, three hours digging through this dumpster. So Sprinkles helps. To find Sprinkles helps. Sprinkles stays. Sprinkles stays and helps uh, Lenny. He goes, he says. Hats uh, off to Sprinkles, first of all. Sprinkles says that when Lenny got in the car, he said, he said, uh, hey, you know, your voice sounds familiar. And he goes, yeah. The guy goes, yeah, I'm Lenny Dykstra. <laughs> so it's too good. Like, I don't think I could pick Lenny Dykstra's voice out of a crowd. I don't think I well, could either. So first of all, I'm just picturing. So bu- business is moving forward at, at the Jersey Mike's, right? So I guess technically if he's behind the store, they don't see him. But that's pretty odd. So guys are, you know, guys and ladies are in there making sandwiches. They're selling to customers all through the remainder of the day as Lenny's just out dumpster diving, apparently, is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. uh, Lenny. Um, I also have a, a quote after uh, after he did find it. He says that nails never fails. <laughs> <laughs> so he did locate the dentures. Yes. He did. He did locate the dentures. Um, so, so first of all, like this, just like it has so many questions involved. Like, how uh, phenomenal is it that a semi-professional wrestler named Sprinkles the Clown is the guy who comes and helps you dig <laughs> through the dumpster? Well, here's my question. I, I would. It's not a question. It's maybe more a comment. Apparently, the wrestling business isn't going so great because he's an Uber driver. <laughs> yeah, so listen, but he's not, and not only, so he's, he sprinkles the clown, which he currently, uh, oh along with God. his, um, the rest of his cohorts, the Crossroad Wrestlers, are the tag team champions of South Jersey. Um, he also has an online business selling toys and video games and collectibles called Throwback Games and Collectibles. Um, and he's currently looking for a building in Rawway. So if anybody in Rawway is listening, hit up Sprinkles the Clown. Yeah, hit, hit, him him up. Place. hit him um, up. And then on top of this, this guy like helps Lenny Dykstra dig through a Jersey Mike's so dumpster. So do you think Lenny and Sprinkles are now like lifelong friends? I don't think so. I got a feeling that uh, I got a friend. Uh, I got a feeling that Lenny used him and abused him. And just yeah, like, right. Yeah. I hope what I want to know. And I, the article, I've read the article twice. I couldn't find it. What I want to know. Did Lenny tip Sprinkles? Does Sprinkles I mean, get a you tip? Got to. You got would, to give Sprinkles. I a would tip. certainly hope so. Absolutely. I mean, come on. I don't yeah. know where Lenny stands financially. Um, <laughs> well, he's paying he's eighty a, grand. Paying eighty grand for dentures. I guess dentures. that's true. He's got eighty grand in dentures. Like, I mean, I get it. People get bad teeth. I, I think fifty-seven years old is a little early for that. Um, my next question would be. Is that how you would eat a sandwich? Well, I thought you would. Well, I mean, I, I guess the dentures are probably more for looks than uh, I mean, than function. They've got to have some sort I thought, of functionality. I though, thought right? dentures had function. Yeah, I thought Johnson, like tell you know, us. 
You see all those? Yeah, you have dentures, Johnson. Tell us. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, no. I, I have <laughs> no idea. Oldest, you're I've the n- oldest of all of us. I have no idea how this works. <laughs> when you, when you but, slide your set in, do you use them for your, your morning breakfast? But of course they do. I mean, but, yeah, otherwise because, you'd see every old person at every restaurant, restaurant with a pair of teeth on the table. That makes no sense. Why would you not leave them in you your see, face? You see all those denture commercials on TV where they like put their dentures and then start eating corn because yeah, they, that they makes use that special maybe, denture glue. Maybe it was like a steak and cheese. <laughs> sandwich i don't know maybe he didn't want to get it caught in the dentures like, or like it was gonna be a tougher chew something that's got a little bit more of a well look first bite. of all i will speak for guido by saying ew and then <laughs> secondly i would think that of course like wh- how let's say they're not even that good at chew i can't believe we're now like <laughs> thinking about this but let's say they're not even that we're great find at out biting a through years. something how could it be better to not have them in and try to eat that sand. <laughs> like, it makes absolutely no sense. Only Lenny Dykstra like, would, I would think, think that's it would a take great you, idea. Like, chewing with dentures, I don't know this, but chewing with dentures, I imagine, oh, man, it's going to be a little bit longer eat time right. because I've right. got to do more work to chew because they're not my real teeth. Chewing with no teeth? Like, that takes your Jersey Mike's trip from, like, a 20-minute <laughs> snack time to, like, an hour of just like, gumming your sandwich. The there's guys there. <laughs> so there's guys sitting there going, "Is that Lenny Dykstra over there gumming a steak and cheese?" <laughs> I thought it was him by the sound of his voice. <laughs> well, and apparently these dentures really did cost eighty k. Otherwise, why would you spend six to eight hours looking for them in a well, dumpster? Right. And so, secondly, how big is this dumpster? Because I have a yeah, little side story. Little side story that kind of related to dumpster diving. Okay, so right. um, not too long ago, about a, like a month ago, not a, not even a month ago, when I went to some baseball games, some college baseball games, uh, I went out to eat one night, and we parked in a parking garage, and a buddy of mine um, mistakenly threw out his ticket for the parking garage, so he couldn't get his car back out of the parking garage without the ticket, and it required him to kind of do a little, like he started to like sift a little bit through the garbage can not even a dumpster like the garbage can and there was some pretty nasty looking stuff in there like a dirty diaper and some just nasty come on some nasty and i just told him i said listen it is worth your money to pay the three bucks again and just get another ticket and just do it all over again because this is disgusting three bucks absolutely i wouldn't even consider dumpster diving three bucks yeah. Well, it was funny because when all this went down too, I, I had an electrician working at my house doing some work and I came back one day and I've got a dumpster in my driveway and I came back um, and he's digging through all like the construction debris and stuff in the driveway and we actually had had a party. So there was like some food stuff in there and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what are you digging through the dumpster for? And he goes, oh, he goes, I lost one of my Apple earbuds. You know how they have the, the standalone Bluetooth earbuds? Yeah, yeah. Lost. I lost one of my Apple earbuds, and I think it fell in a box that we put in the dumpster, and I'm looking all over for it. I'm like, you're crazy, man. You're never going to find that in this dumpster. Well, because they're they not too $80, cost, Well, they, too, cost roughly $80,000. So <laughs> yeah, I, can, right, right. I can see why he would want to do that. Scoot, what, where, where is your dumpster diving threshold, Scoot? Oh. Like, Are you kidding? Can I, I mean, answer this? Let me answer I mean, this. Let me, t- Scoot, let me ask you this. Scoot if you use dr- hand if you had sanitizer a- at the drop of a, if like, if someone from across <laughs> the room 
sneezes without covering their mouth <laughs> he goes and bathes in hand sanitizer so there's no way he's digging what? for anything there's, there's a there's a bag of five thousand dollars in cash in the bottom of a dumpster uh, it can, can just stay there <laughs> yeah i was gonna i was gonna say it's not it's happening. 20 20 000, 20 000 it stays cash. it's twenty thousand. it stays man I, Johnson, where's your threshold? Like, what's your threshold? Obviously, a pair of $250 Apple earbuds. Is, 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 <laughs> he's in. <laughs> he's in. I'm diving for those. Well, I think it's different, though. It's not like, hey, there might be money down there, or hey, it's something of value that I just lost. I think that's that's where you got to... How about this? It's not only, hey, there's something of value or money down there. It's, hey... I've got to find these and then put them back in my mouth. <laughs> like, yeah, who wants thing. to find that again? Who's putting that back in their mouth? That's, He's that's freaking crazy. It's, that's it's a fair true. point. It's been in a Jersey Mike's dumpster. Like, there's not enough. I don't even know. Formaldehyde, whatever you need to put them in. Formaldehyde. <laughs> barbasol. Boil there's em. not enough of that. Yeah. The barbasol. You have no idea. Barbasol kills a lot of about. stuff. I, I, a lot of good barbers oh, use it. Oh god! Like man. there's not enough of that to go around for me. Like you could boil them all you want. I'm never putting those back in my mouth. <laughs> Ever. Ever. Oh, I'm not putting an earbud that was in some nasty garbage back in my ear. Like that's. <laughs> Like, you're telling me there's $20,000? Okay, I'll pick it up and I'll spend it. I don't really want to. I'll wear gloves. But <laughs> I will do that. I am not putting something in my body, in an orifice of my body, that has been in a dumpster. <laughs> I'll get that Think money. about that. I'll put it in a large plastic bag, and then I will wear <laughs> I gotta, latex I, gloves everywhere I, mean, I like, purchase stuff. I'm going to take this a little dark, but uh, uh, Scoot, like, what would you do if you were homeless? Like if you were homeless and you saw somebody throw like a perfectly good sandwich, like if some oh, guy had uh, gone to Subway and ordered a meatball hoagie and then ooh. threw it in a dumpster on the way out and didn't eat a bite of it, uh, would, would you, would you, would you as a homeless person dig it out? Like you would be a horrible homeless person. I mean, I'd have to, yeah, I would be a bad homeless person. <laughs> I would have to be at the end. I'd have to be at the end. Like there's no, no other options. Well, I would say that's, most, most like homeless I'd people. be more likely to like stalk people on their way out, and if they've got some sort of like doggy bag or or you know box leftovers or something, <laughs> hey, you I'd be more that? up to hey, yeah, I'd hey, be more up to like that? hey, that half a sandwich you didn't you, touch. Gonna, Do you care yeah, if right. I have that? You're not going to eat that when you get home, right? Which is true. I mean, let's be realistic. Nobody eats leftovers. Well, but, I'm, I just I at least know that you will not dive for uh, some uh, some teeth. We know. Well, that you, you know what I would do if I did. Let's say let's say they're resting in. The dumpster that I can see them, but they're not buried. <laughs> but I can see them, but they're touching other stuff. You wouldn't. You wouldn't take nine hours to look for them. Then, no, so. I would get them. I would put them in a bag, and then I would pawn them. Uh, I know. I hear you. Well, I'm glad that Lenny found them. I'm glad that Sprinkles the clown helped him, and uh, I'm glad that <laughs> Lenny probably has them back in his good, mouth. Good guy. Right good now, guy. Sprinkles. Right now, he doesn't have a speak. significant other that kisses that mouth. Kisses that mouth. All right. Well, listen. Let's take a break. We'll come back with Bluff the Fluffs. It'll be uh, it'll be a good one this week too. So uh, Stone, don't go anywhere, and keep it tuned right here to Tob Radio.
All right, welcome back to Top Radio. Don't forget to check us out online. That's topradio.com, our website. It's kind of like the hub for everything about Top Radio, about us. So you can uh, you can find our Twitter on there. You can find our Facebook on there. Johnson's got pretty much everything you need to know about us, right? Yeah, I that's mean, right. It is the hub for everything yeah. Top. It is the hub for everything Top. Well, listen, it's time for our favorite new segment, Bluff the Fluffs. Johnson, last week, had a uh, had a win and is now only down one. Scoots up three to two right now, and uh, we're That's going. Because in. I'm a genius. Well, I think it's because you're lucky, actually. Yeah, I'm with Guido. I think it's because you're lucky. But I will say, I was a little nervous that uh, when we did the Oakland Athletics ones, that Johnson was going to lose that, and that would have looked. I got really all the hard bad. questions. I got I all the tough ones. <laughs> that was my goal, though. You know that, right? That was my goal. Well, you kind of had to do that. I kind of had to do that. I couldn't give you all the Ricky Henderson ones. So uh, this week is, uh, for, for those of you that are listening, it's right around Major League Baseball All-Star time. So we're going to do Major League Baseball All-Star Bluff the Fluff. So these are questions all about Major League Baseball All-Star games or All-Star players. So we'll see how you guys do on Man. that. I feel and like Scoots get at a distinct advantage here. I feel, yeah, you say that, uh, and I will say that I think out of the out of the the three of us, Scoots sometimes he is like a baseball steel trap. Like he is. All three of us are pretty big baseball fans and have a decent knowledge of baseball. I think Scoot just can pull stuff out of the air, and you're like, I don't. I, how did you even know that? No, I know he does. It's uh, genius. genius. Genius is what it is. All right. So listen, uh, this week we had a random toss of the coin before we started tonight and uh johnson came out on top and gets to go first sweet johnson with the first question to you for five points of these four players who was the oldest to play in an all-star game oldest in age to play in an all-star game all right was it ted williams cal ripken stan musual or barry bonds huh um, let's see. Of those guys, obviously, um, I'm probably biased toward Cal and Barry, but I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Cal Ripken. That's Ugh. incorrect. Mm. Cal Ripken was not the oldest. A scoot for 10 points and the steal. Was it Ted Williams? Was it Stan Musial? Or was it Barry Bonds? Well, um, Barry played a long time. But I don't know how long a time he played. Uh, Ted Williams is uh, dead, as <laughs> is I, I don't know if Sam Musial is dead. Yeah, I think he is as well. I, um, Ted Williams is frozen. In theory, Ted Williams could come back and play as the oldest living person. But I am going to go with Barry Bonds. That is correct. Barry Bonds is the oldest, or was the oldest, uh, to ever play in an Cha-ching. All-Star game at 42 years and 11 months. 42 years old and 11 months. Wow. In his last All-Star game. That yeah. would be I did not, older than you, I did Johnson. not know that. I did older not than, know that. Older than you. All right, so good job, Scoot, with the 10 points right there. Takes a commanding lead right off the top. We go to back to you, Scoot, for your question. What year, and I'm going to, this is multiple choice, which year did the first All-Star game take place? Was it 1927, 1933, 1946, or 1918? Hmm. I am going to say 27 was the year, I believe, the New York Yankees won. 
1918 was the year that uh, Babe Ruth, I believe, got traded from the Red Sox to the Yankees. Um, 46. That would have been after. Well, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say 1946. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Johnson, 10 points in the steal, 27-33 or 1918. Um, wow, I'm going to say, when did the, so this, I'm going to, I'm going to say this assumes both leagues were in operation by that time. I'm assuming I mean, that was still the format yeah, of the All-Star game. So Yeah, both leagues were in operation in 1901, I think, or 1903. Oh, okay. I thought that would play a part in this question. but So I'm going to go ahead and say the 27 season. Sorry, that is also incorrect. It was 1933. Huh. It was at Chicago's Comiskey Park. All right, here, uh, Johnson, back to you. So it's right now it's still Scoot 10, Johnson 0. Johnson, back to you. Who hit in that game, in the 1933 game, Ooh. who hit the first ever home run in an All-Star game? Mm. Like, I, like I don't even get an ABC? I just no, have to name it, a name? Well, let's yeah. see. Since there's only been a billion baseball players, this should be easy to narrow down. What? Although a billion did not play in 33. Billion, billion did not play in thirty three. Right, right. Who hit the first ever home run in an All Star game? Um, you know, I feel like this probably isn't. There, there are probably a lot of people that just know this off the top of their head. This probably is like one of those baseball trivia facts we should all know. Um, I agree with that statement. I agree with that statement. We, but I don't. So maybe (laughs) anyway. Um, I'm just gonna take a wild guess. Although it feels too late for him but i'm gonna say ty cobb that's incorrect scoot for 10 points and the steal i am gonna go with uh a new york yankee i'm gonna go with joe dimaggio well first of all dimaggio didn't play until like yeah that's way way too early right yeah it's way too early for Uh, dimaggio and but it was a new york yankee it was the great Bambino, Babe Ruth. Oh my gosh, that's way too that's obvious. Like, I that's like that's why everybody should know it. It was Babe Ruth. So we're still stuck at ten to nothing, and uh, we're back to you, Scoot. Which nineteen sixties, seventies, and eighties All Star player played the most position in his most positions in his seventeen? all-star games he played in five 60s and 70s 60s 70s and 80s okay he was an all-star in all three decades 60s 70s and 80s he played five different positions over the in the all-star games over those three over those three decades uh i am gonna go with the very very versatile robin yount okay again 60s 70s and 80s robin yount played like in the 80s and yeah, 90s maybe up. maybe he played in the 70s but it had to be maybe late 70s. but i don't maybe. think so but he played he was big in the 80s 60s 70s and 80s this all-star player played the most positions in his 17 all-star games it was five different positions johnson for the steal wow um I'm trying to venture a guess here. Six, see, when you throw 60s in there, like, gosh, I can't think of someone that had 17 All-Star games. Are you? Will you make fun of me if I say Johnny Bench? 
Oh, I won't make fun of you. That's incorrect. But because that is I'm thinking close. it's a catcher, maybe move to that first was, base. That was close. That was very close. It was Pete Rose. Oh man, he played first, second, third, right, and left field Gosh. in his 17 All Star games. Wow. So Johnson, we're back to you. Uh, back to that 1933 All Star game where Babe Ruth hit the first home run. I've already shared so much knowledge about this topic. This is pretty. This is a pretty easy one, though. Who won that game? The American League oh or the National League? So who who won the who won the game? National or American? Um, so I'm gonna go with the Yankees were probably strong, and I'll go with the American League. Very good. The American League won four to two. Lefty Gomez was the winning pitcher, and Babe Ruth hit a home Here's run a in that soft game. Soft toss for you, Johnson. Let me give you a fifty. Hey, listen. Scoot still Scoot still has the lead ten to five, and we are back to him. Scoot, this is your question: Which which current Major League Baseball team has never and is not scheduled to host an All Star game? Hmm. Current Major League Baseball team has never and is not scheduled to. I am going to guess that it's a fairly new team or newer team. Um, I am going to say, well, that's tough. I'm going to say the Arizona Diamondbacks. That's incorrect. Phoenix hosted it, I think, in 2003. Ray Johnson, to you. Uh, which current Major League Baseball team has never hosted an All-Star Man, game? Man, this is a tough one. Um, oh, I bet I know what it is. Uh, man, for some reason, I want to say the Pittsburgh Pirates. Can I think another guess? Just I know it doesn't count. No points, but I'll give you another guess. Uh, Tampa. Tampa Bay Rays. No, no, Nobody no, wants no. To play in that junk Who hole? wants to go to Tropicana Field for an All-Star game? That. I wanted yeah. to say the Oakland A's because I was thinking that's another jungle. Yeah, I was waiting on that you to guess jungle, that. They've hosted it, though. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. All right, guys. So we're still Scooty has got 10. Johnson's got five. We're back to you, Big J. Here you go. Which major league team, which major league team has hosted the most all-star games? Gosh, the most all-star games. Um, well, I'm going to go with New York. I'll say the Yankees. Scoot for the steal and 10 points. Which major league team has hosted the most all star games? That's a tough question. That's a tough question. I was just thinking cities. That's why I went with New York. I'll tell you this New York is the city that has hosted the most all star games, but that's a total of seven. The Dodgers. Oh, that's that's incorrect. So New York is the city that's hosted the, the most most games. The Giants, the Dodgers, the Mets, and the Yankees hosted a total of seven um, in New York City. The Cleveland Indians, this year's host, has hosted the most with six. Huh. They did four at Municipal Stadium. They did one at Jacobs Field in 97. And then this year's All-Star Game is at Progressive Field. Wow. Which is still so, Jacobs Field, but they've changed No, that. Well, it's like Jacob. What is it? Jacobs Stadium at Progressive yeah. Field or whatever. Um, but anyway, so four at Municipal and two at, uh, at Jacobs. Wow. So All right. The, the Cleveland Indians. All right. 
How they we're back. Uh, this is back to uh, you, Scoot. Yes. yes. All right. Uh, so, how many consecutive All Star games did Cal Ripken appear in? The Iron Man. The Holds Iron the Man. Most consecutive game. Uh, most consecutive ever played games. Uh, the streak that'll never be built. Be- beat. He yes. beat uh, Lou Gehrig. Yes. His brother had yeah. a very remarkable baseball card. Yes, he 80s. did. In the late um, 80s, yeah. And uh, Cal, well known for his uh, very sharp blue eyes. No hair. How many How many consecutive um, games? That's a tough question. I am going to put out a guess there. And I am going to say that uh, he was a part of 16 consecutive All-Star games. Close, but no cigar, Johnson, for the steal, and you would take the lead if you got this one right. So, how many consecutive All Star games? I feel like before you said made that comment right there, I I had a guess, but it's high now. I feel like Um, because I think Ripken's so rookie is like eighty one, something like that. Um, so I was gonna say twenty two. You're close, but over the number was 19. Uh, His rookie year was 83, and he retired after 2001, and he played in 19 consecutive All-Star games. Johnson, back to you. Who was the first player to be selected for both the Major League All-Star game and the NFL Pro Bowl? Who was the first player to be selected in both of those All-Star type games? This is... Johnson's question. Well, geez, I, I guess, unless I'm forgetting someone, I got to go Deion Sanders. Incorrect. Scooty for the steal and 10 points. Bo knows this and Bo knows that. It's Bo Jackson. Oh, gosh. Very, very good. Bo? Very good. Boom. Bo, ja- Bo Jackson was an MLB All Star in 1989, and he was in the Pro Bowl that same year. It was technically the 1990 Pro Bowl, but he was uh, that same season in the Pro Bowl. So that's a very good scoot for the steal. Scoot takes the lead and it's now 20 to 5. And this scoot, this question is for you. This is our last question oh, yeah. before final bluff. So Scoot, you could uh you could really separate yourself right here. Who holds the record for the most career all-star game home runs? It's this is a multiple choice for you. Oh. Was it Ted Williams, Stan Musial, Barry Bonds, Hank Aaron, or Fred Lynn? Well, uh, he did me right the last time. I'm going to go with uh, Barry Bonds. All right, Johnson, you could really narrow the gap right here. (laughs) You kind of went went a little hard. (laughs) Johnson, okay, so Barry Bonds is out. It was not Barry Bonds. Ted Williams, Stan Musial, Fred Lynn, Hank Aaron. Who holds... The record for the most career All Star Game home runs. So this is tough to me because I don't think Ted Williams played in. I mean, I know he's a big name, but I don't think he played in that many All Star games. I think what I don't know is how many. Like Fred Fred Lynn is an awesome player, but he's kind of a curveball to me for this question because I I don't remember his how long his career was. Um, so I lean towards Stan Musial. Um, final answer, Fred Lynn. 
You should have stuck with the Stan Musial. It was Stan Musial was six. Fred Lynn had four, including the only All-Star Grand Slam ever. Uh, and then Ted Williams had four. Barry Bonds and Hank Aaron both had two. So we go into final bluff with a score of Scoot at 20. Johnson's at five. 25 points on the line right here for the uh, correct answer. And uh, let's hear your buzzers, boys. Honk. Scoot. Honk, 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 honk. <laughs> and Johnson. Meep, meep. All right. So final bluff right here. And uh, here it is. Which league has won the most all-star games in history? Honk, 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 honk. Scooty, which league has won the most all-star games in history? That would be the American League. Very good, very good. The American League has won 44 all-star games, and the National League has won 43. The National League only one behind. Scooty takes the win 45-5 to this week over Johnson. Dominating win, dominating win. That's right. I'm back. You know, you guys know in the... All-Star, there has been two ties. There are two ties in All-Star history. Tie? Yes. There was the, yeah, 1961, there was a rain out in the ninth inning. And they called the game after the ninth inning for a rain out. And then in the famous 2002, uh, we ran out of pitchers. We are going to call the game after 11 innings tie. Johnson, I'm sorry. You you were coming back and then uh, you just couldn't, you couldn't pull it together this week. Stan Musial got me. Next week, I will do Bluff the Fluffs just about Chipotle, just for you. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> All right, well, listen, let's take a break. We'll, uh, we'll come back and we'll talk about some grown men playing Olympic-type sports right here on Tob Radio. All right, welcome back to Tob Radio. Guido along with Scoot and Johnson. Don't forget, look us up on Twitter. I'm at Tob Guido. Scoot's at Tob Scoot. And Johnson's at Tob Johnson. And those are a bunch of zeros. They're not O's. He's a big zero. Use the zeros. Guys, you... Uh, that was loud. Guys. Yeah, sorry. I was, I was very loud. Guys, you uh, you guys just kind of vacationed together. I, I didn't get the invite. Uh, no, just kidding. I couldn't make it. But uh, you guys just did a little uh, weekend of athletics. Yeah, that's right. A little Olympic weekend. We, that's we right. Had a, we had a, uh, a bit of a competition. A bit of a competition. Um, we call it the, uh, the, the BBB4, which was the okay. fourth time that we had a BBB. Fourth, fourth, fourth installment. That's right. Um, yeah. We're not going to get yeah. specific about what BB and B mean. Beach bash is, Be- is part you, of it. Um, anyway, you can just use your imagination, folks. But our buddy Sea Bass is there, and it's you guys. Yes. And um, yeah. now, last year's competition was a fairly tame competition in that we we tried to see who could weigh the closest to two hundred pounds mm-hmm. by the BBB three, and uh, something went awry. Me something went that. awry yes and <laughs> what, exa- what exactly what exactly yeah. bag of doritos exactly. Went perhaps a loaf went awry. um i uh a came block in, of cheese i came in weighing the same as johnson well 
the most remarkable thing happened. So we actually had a weigh-in. So context for this is the Seabass actually had a scale brought in. We got on the scale, and atomic, the most amazing uh, thing you know, it was, happened. You know, it was exact it was scale. it was essentially yeah, like because because you would think like how you would you would think come on now how exciting can a weigh-in be right well think of a last second tip-in in basketball <laughs> i stepped on the scale the number went to like one tenth of a pound because you know seabass he has a scale that weighs to the tenth and yeah, then right. literally while i was on the scale it went Boop and fell down a tenth, <laughs> and I exactly matched Scoot and did not lose. I was. Uh, were you guys like before? B- before you did that, were you guys like? Was I can imagine Scoot was like doing some sit-ups. He like jogged around the house. I, I a was. Few times. Let's just say I prepared well, he, for the competition. He had some PEDs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some he, poop, uh, <laughs> some poop enhancing drugs is what he had. Taking those laxatives. I. <laughs> I just prepared. I, I, I you know, I had put the time. I had in some, the gym. Uh, had some soft serve. Had some soft serve ice cream. Is what he did. I did, and a, cu- a, cu- a cup of coffee and some stool softeners and scooped. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that was BBB three. That was that was BBB three. So coming into BBB four. Um, Wait, Scoot, who, who ended up winning that? Did Seabass win that yeah, last? Well, year? we'll get there. Yeah. We'll, okay. Oh well, yeah, that one because he weighed like. He he was well under two hundred. That was that was the race to two hundred for the event. Who's <laughs> giving up gluten? You guys, that, he gave up gluten for the event. Like that's that, ridiculous. That was. That I was like the, you guys, but I don't want to. I'm not that competitive. The race to two hundred, which Scoot and I never made. Um, no. But anyway. So then BBB four rolls around. Scoot in his infinite, um, chutzpah. Wisdom, wisdom decided to put a um, a multiple a multiple version uh, athletic event together. So, Scoot, do you want to do you want to kind of take us through what those? Okay, events so were? Um, we're all basketball fans. I know that Seabass has a basketball hoop that's adjustable. So I say, I bet I can throw down a basketball better than you guys. So that becomes a competition where we. Hey, hey, can I just say? I just sorry to interject. I just want to say, like, so you know, we do bluff the fluffs every week. Scoot wins, and Scoot, like, he's like super gloat guy. Like, he's gonna be like, I am the best. Nobody's better. But I have to say that I feel like of all of our friends, there's one person that might be worse than Scoot in wanting to win and let everybody know he wins. And I would guess that would be Seabass. Like Seabass. He doesn't gloat as much as Scoot does, but Seabass likes he likes to win. No, he, he does like to win. He likes to win. He's not gonna lose. He's not gonna lose. Yeah, and Scoot is just never without confidence. So he's never right. gonna say he's not gonna win. Yeah, right. And so you put the two of them together and I just essentially become a participant. <laughs> but so the, we have but this the, dunk so we, we had the dunk competition, then we had a throwing competition, which Scoot insisted that we do right and so dominant hand and non-dominant and then add the two up and then throwing the pigskin around you throwing the pigskin where are you throwing no, around? No. it was a, it was uh, a baseball yeah baseball. Oh, baseball okay okay and then uh that was actually the third event the second event was a beach sprint like a 40 yard dash 
on the beach. On the beach. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so three events. Three events so here. First event let's, was basketball. I'm going to let Scoot walk you through some pre-event <laughs> well, happenings because I think so it's relevant to the story. In the in the in the the dunking contest, we were waiting for for Young Johnson to arrive, and um, wait, he was late. He he wasn't there yet. I mean, there's no need to go down that road. <laughs> he wasn't there right, yet. <laughs> so Seabass and I are warming up, so to speak, on the dunks. And okay. the, the rim is currently set at nine feet. And I'm going to tell you something right now. Seabass has float. That man can float. Is Seabass taller than you? Is he, he is not. Is he? no. He's not taller than you. You're no. the tallest. You're the tallest of the old boys. Uh, well... If you no, 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 nil. yeah, nil is, nil taller, is but, nil's in there. Nil's taller um, than you. I I am a, like two inches taller than Seabass. I would say, but I know you could jump higher than Nil, and I can guarantee yes. that. I think I'm pretty <laughs> yes, much the no same height as Seabass. He's he might be a smidge taller than me. I don't no know. No way, not okay. this year. But you guys are all you guys are all <laughs> north. <Okay>. Of, <laughs> you guys are all north of six foot. Yeah. you guys are yes. Scooch yes. mid sixes. Yeah, right. Okay. We're, we're so, also all old. We're also all white. So I feel so like that's relevant for the people. It's to, at nine feet. We're dunking. Seabass is impressing the crap out of me because he's dunking and he's hanging as if like there's cameras watching and like <laughs> it's it's yeah. impressive. So okay. when I go to dunk, but I'm Scoot just talks dunking. it up like he's Kenny Skywalker, right? This is what you need to know. Yeah, I well, Pre, I I throw down hype. with some thunder. I'm kind of like Gerald Dawkins with, uh, or what was the guy's name? Gerald Dawkins who had the <laughs> the chocolate thunder dunk yes, or whatever. Chocolate thunder. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I throw it down and I just dunk. I don't I don't hang. There's no hang time. So I I would like to hang, but I don't want to ruin Seabass's <laughs> rim because I fear that my weight is an <laughs> he's issue. He's afraid he's gonna shack the rim. Yeah. So Seabass. But Seabass ha- has got some hang on his dunk. Oh, man, he does. So he talks me into hanging. So I had thrown down probably about four dunks prior to this. So I said, all right, this time I'm going to try to hang. So I go, I dunk, I get my hang going, I swing my feet forward on my hang, I lose my grip, and I fall down like a sack of potatoes <laughs> down on the pavement. Hard? You bad. went down, you went down yes, hard? Yes, bad. Yeah. There's, a, there's an elbow injury. There's a, a dunk hand. I've got the skin missing from my middle finger on my, my dunk hand. Scoot, like, referred to oh blood everywhere. Th- thunder hand um, is what he called yeah. it. Thunder I hand. I've got blood everywhere. I've got uh, – there's a chalk line where I landed. So it's <laughs> it's bad. He's asking Seabass for his insurance company information. So it's when really I sh- when I show up, he's like arm bandaged. I'm like, what happened here? That's <laughs> <laughs> bad. I was so mad at myself for trying to swing. I should never have swung. I was doing so well without the swing. All right. So, anyways, but like a true gamer, up. like a true gamer, I didn't let that stop me. No, you still went. That's right. So I Scoot, still went. And I went Scoot hard. Treats at it. it. Scoot treats it as if he's Clay Thompson walking back on the court to shoot free throws after his Achilles That's injury. Right. You know, he mans up. Right. Man up. And we, Kevin and we proceed with the contest. So okay, we so proceed. contest. Ha- Johnson shows you guys are getting. You okay. guys are getting ready. To nine throw feet. Down. All three of us dunk at nine feet. Okay. Okay. Not too many issues at nine feet. Okay. Then we move up to nine six. Seabass, no problems. Yeah. I dunk at 9'6". Johnson, 
dunks at nine six after a little bit of practice. No, that come on, you're taking all of the theatrics out of it. Okay, I mean, I you're not going to hurt my There's, pride. You're not going to hurt right, my because so, look, I I feel like my everyday behind a keyboard desk job especially well prepared me for this contest right i can't i can't tell you the last time i tried to dunk so these two guys are like hey go dunk competitive dunking right so (laughs) at first i can i can't get i can't get the nine and a half down and scoot's already like relaxed he's like okay i got second locked up because johnson can't get this nine six down and then kind of like um kind of like who's the so shoot who who's the famous nick that came back out on the court you know to like they thought he was done then he came back out on the court played the rest of the game i i come out i'm like i'm like g- give me give me that ball i'm i muster up all my uh office worker energy plant pivot plant throw down the nine six okay now let me say this i'll throw this in johnson was at a severe disadvantage from the get-go because of the style of dunk he was attempting okay john i thought you were gonna i thought you're gonna say because he was wearing slacks loafers in (laughs) oxford (laughs) johnson um it was as if his body refused to let him dunk with one hand he had he was trying to do the two-handed he had to do the two-handed Two foot dunk every time. Yeah, okay. He That's like tough. he struggled with that. You got to be able to get that good running start and just do the one. Right, and the yeah. one is I easier just, to I do. I couldn't. I couldn't get it. I couldn't get it going. So I kept doing a stop two two foot two foot jump. So yeah, yeah, I hear you. And so, but I prob- but I so forced it down. I forced Scoot though back into action. Scoot's like, oh crap! Now I gotta. Now we're raising the bar again, right? Because I yeah, I gotta show. Now, right now we move up to nine seven I five. Think, actually, first we went to ten feet. Seabass, because he's he likes to move in six inch increments. He moved it up to ten feet, and uh, at ten feet. He could dunk a very small basketball. I don't know what size. What size would you say that is? Like a kid's, like a little kid's yeah. Nerf basketball. Yeah, well, maybe a little no, bit bigger I mean, than that, but like, yeah, a mini, a mini basketball, a, min, a mini basketball. Okay, so he dunks a mini basketball without too much issue. I go to dunk the mini basketball and I get stuffed by the rim. Okay, <laughs> at ten feet. At ten feet. Okay, so like I'm, I got the ball. I mean, the ball's hitting the rim. The ball's like hitting the rim in the middle of the ball. So I needed probably two more inches to get to my wrist on the dunk. Yeah. Uh, Johnson did not get there. No, did you okay. get rim Johnson on that? I don't remember. I think I was like bumping the rim. I, I, I was nowhere close to a 10 foot. So Seabass then to try to make it official grabs the, the basketball, the regular basketball. Right. And he tries to dunk at 10 feet, which he cannot do. Close. He was close, rain. but he couldn't get it. He down. was close. I think he could do it, but he was just like no confidence. Okay. So we he technically gets the credit for the win because he could dunk the little ball at ten feet. At ten feet. So okay. then we have to figure out a second place. So we drop this baby back down to nine seven five. Um my first attempt I dunk with uh, authority and uh Wait You bring wait, the fight. Uh, yeah, wait, I mean what? Wait, what? My first 975, I threw down like a boss and um, <laughs> probably could have 
I mean, stuck my hung from my elbow like Vince Carter did in that one. Oh, dunk contest, right. That's what I, really I was. Won. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, that's what um, I was thinking. Johnson had a bit of a struggle at nine seven five. I feel like he could have done it. He just couldn't get his body to do what his brain was telling him to do. <laughs> Would that be a fair? That's, my, that's a my problem every day. I mean, I hear you on that one. Would that be fair? So so fi- so final final tally on the dunking was Seabass first. Right, you, you scoot, scoot in second yes. at nine seven five, and Johnson. Now, you were and nine I, and a half. I had to take third. Yeah, listen, I, had to take third. I mean, night. still nine and a, listen nine and a half with a real basketball. That's still fairly impressive. I I'm nowhere near that. Like I'm probably nine feet with the mini basketball. I'm eight foot. I'm just like <laughs> I'm eight foot for days. <laughs> I'm eight. I'm eight foot for days. <laughs> I don't think I jump at eight feet. Like I think I'm just sticking my hands up like Taco Fall. And just well, putting the ball in taco the top fall. of the rim, taco wall. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think taco wall. so. I think I think Scoot though, you know, given his injuries, it was a pretty heroic effort. I feel like. All right, so so uh, so then so we went to the beach. One. Then then we went to the beach. Now is this directly after the basketball, or do much. you guys? Is this the next? Is uh, it's right after basketball? Pretty close, right, Johnson? I think it was. Um, so, so you, uh, you head down, you head yeah, down was, to, do, to the beach and we're going to do a beach yeah. run. Scoot is Scoot, Scoot. Was it a, uh, are you doing a beach run, uh, with shoes on or no, no shoes? shoes, no shoes. That's a factor. That's a factor. Um, not sure how accurate the start and finish lines were also okay. a, a factor. Um, the uh, also it was longer. We were we were trying to make it a forty yard dash. I think it was more like a fifty yard dash. It was long. Um, we had uh, my wife saying "go" from fifty yards away. Hard to hear in the wind. Very hard to hear in the wind. Um, okay. We did run one. Yeah, but hats hats off hats off to T Dubs though because she really made it official. She had arm signage. I mean, I, it was good. <laughs> well, we had one. And I don't know why we didn't count the first one, but we had one race. Then we decided to do a second race. I think we thought maybe the start line was not uh, was skewed, perhaps in the. I first like how one. you act like you don't know. You're the one that complained that the start line was not straight. So yes, that's why straight. we did a second. So we do a Wait, second. The one. start line wasn't straight. Like the line itself yes, wasn't like straight. Scoot was mad that the advantage. half a foot of crooked foot drawn in the sand you know lying in the sand starting point was was so on the so he he made up for that by completely cheating on the second here's the thing we had a second race somehow everybody runs but johnson and he claims i fall start he did so t-dubs is mid t-dubs is hands hands up ready hands to the side set hands down to her sides go she's still in the t formation scoot just takes off okay (laughs) seabass who refuses to lose at anything just (laughs) runs for the heck of it right just run just runs for the heck of it and i'm protesting at the starting line like no that was not a proper start they do the full race right Seabass uh, still wins, right? Seabass still wins. Seabass comes back and still wins. So then Scoot comes back, uh, A, panting, B, angry, <laughs> okay? 
And now Seabass is like telling me, Seabass is off to the side. He's like, oh man, the, the hammies, the hammies tightened up a little bit on that one. Right. So now, but I'm adamant in my protest, right? I'm adamant, which I feel like T-Dubs backed me up on it. So we dig in again. We dig in again at the starting line. We go third heat. Okay. Third heat. Third heat. Third heat. Scoots, Scoots already winded from the That's 150 yards for me Scoot, that I had Scoot's to run. Scoots now protesting that, you know, the second should have counted, even though he, Seabass, he, even though he Seabass was essentially. Is complaining see, about, Johnson's licking his chops. He thinks I caught Seabass now that he's got these tight hammies. Yeah, he's, he's got the tight hammies. I'm not going to lie. Scoot, I'm not going to lie. Comes I in, a shot. Scoot, you should, of this group, again, you should have a distinct advantage being the tallest one with the largest gate. No, no, no. You should, you should be able to... A lot of wind to, resistance. To, 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 a lot, a lot of, of wind, wind resistance. resistance. A lot of wind resistance. <laughs> so More weight we, to move. More so weight then to we, move. Then we go third heat. We go third heat. Okay. And um, clean start. Clean start. Okay. I'm digging, right? I'm digging in. You're giving the old Ricky Henderson. I am, yes. I'm head down... I mean business. Seabass runs just hard enough. He's like Usain Bolt, like looking over his shoulder. And like every time he sees me get close, he just speeds up a little bit. And then I get close, he speeds up a little bit. So Because the hammies were bothering him, I think. And I, I finished second. Again, Scoot, Scoot hits third. So we, we rated the beach race as Seabass, me, and then Scoot. So that technically then that tied – Scoot and I up, okay. With with Seabass extending a first place, so, yeah. So Seabass is already guaranteed, uh, pretty, guaranteed pretty BBB much. for first place. Yeah, yeah pretty right. much. Now there was also, if we should tell you this, there was a legit trophy on the line. Oh there, yeah, there really? was. Yeah, I mean, there was a real some real. I, hardware. I need to see. I need to see a picture of this trophy. Um, we can probably make so that then happen. that 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 takes us to uh, to to uh, race or, or uh, competition number three. Which is yes. th- t- tossing the tossing a ball, That's throwing correct. a ball. How does that work? How does that work? So, like who can throw it? The we talking speed or are we talking distance? Distance. Okay. So Seabass's yard was really not conducive to such a competition. Distance. Yeah. Distance. So we had to go into his driveway and throw right-handed toward his backyard with the the factor that there were some trees a garage several cars in between me okay a lot of pressure <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of pressure practically so you're an just obstacle you're, course. you're 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 taking a you're like a center fielder you're chucking a baseball towards home plate yes yes essentially okay yes. are you get are you allowed to get a hop a two a two hop yeah in there? How yeah do, we had a okay. line you couldn't cross yeah okay so Sweet. So now we what, also, what, and this is a this is a uh, what kind of baseball is this? This is this like is, a, well, a major league baseball. Yeah. This is like one of his no, kids. That, that's a good question. T-ball that's balls. a good question. So Seabass has been working with his kids with like a simulated baseball. They're like yellow simulated baseballs. Like they almost dimple, have like a golf like a ball. ball. Yeah, they almost have like a golf ball dimple to them. So um, we do a best of three, and we are measuring our throws with a uh, log. Of course, from some yeah. random fire that Seabass keeps in his backyard. Which looked like a giant, like, rutabaga root or something. But it anyway, did. I, don't know I, di- kind of I digress. I digress. Um, is, it, is it where the ball hit or is it where the ball stops? stops? It's where it stops. Okay. okay. So rolling counts. Yes. Okay. So um, 
I think on all three right-handed throws, Sivas was the farthest. Uh, I think his second throw might have been the farthest of his three. Uh, for me, the third throw was my farthest. Still, I would say every bit of 20 feet, maybe more than that, less than Seabass's right hand. I knew Seabass was going to get the right hand throw. That's why I threw in the other wrinkle. I feel like of this, I mean, I don't know. I guess I don't know how well Seabass can throw a ball around, but I feel like of this competition, I could compete. I don't, I, the other two competitions, we I actually, no I believe we even mentioned that. We were talking yeah. about that. We felt that with your baseball background. Yeah, you would have a chance. Well, at, uh, and but again, Guido, keep in mind, like I don't know the last time I threw a ball, right? So I played baseball too, right. but after the first throw where I had effectively thrown my arm out of socket, <laughs> I was then not that great on my second and third throws. They weren't bad, but not that great. Okay. So where we thought so we, we were going to make some hay was with the left-handed throw. Which right. uh, you're all I'm right kind of right. I'm kind of sorry we don't have video of the left-handed competition. It had to be hilarious. Well, it had to be hilarious. See, I, I was laughing was, at myself. There was an informal <laughs> competition back in roughly 2005, in which um, I threw left-handed against Johnson and Seabass, and my left-handed <laughs> throw was a thing of beauty and art. <laughs> yes. And um, I felt very confident in my left-handed throw. Now. That being said, and knowing Seabass like we know him, you know and I know there was some left-handed throwing practice being done oh, prior to, to our be, event. He had to be practicing. <laughs> because out of nowhere, practicing. this man threw a left-handed ball like 60-some feet. <laughs> like, now, his form was hideous. He yeah, looked like yeah. he was shot putting the ball, <laughs> yeah. but it went far. But maybe that was his strategy. Maybe that was his deal. Like he was throwing I'd be off worried. the That would be leg. the one I'd be I mean, worried. I'd be bouncing it off the cards. At the end. Um, <laughs> so he, of course, wins the throw, makes everyone want to puke. Um, nobody's happy. The and fans he, were disgraced because they thought for sure that they wanted the underdog to win. Which my left-handed three B four champion. My left-handed throw looked like you had tied a ball to a noodle and tried to whip it out into um, the yard i believe johnson said it best that he would have been better off just tucking the ball in his armpit and trying to throw it <laughs> um that would have been just about as good <laughs> so, I, uh, bad. so bad like so i gotta say like of the like you know if i'm lucky enough to be invited to to uh, bbb5 i have to say that we got to have some other competitions that i maybe no, well, we've already compete we've in. already been discussing yeah we've already been so anyway but to close to close out bbb4 seabass went one 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 in each competition scoot and i um so it was what scoot you went two three two you finished second in the That's throwing correct. so i finished overall third scoot second and Seabass took the BBB4 trophy. I think much like the Bluff the Fluffs questions that I put together, you gotta you gotta start picking events that Seabass can't necessarily dominate at. Well, well, I lobbied for an Excel spreadsheet challenge, and no one would <laughs> take me up on that. Although Seabass is pretty handy with a spreadsheet too, but I feel like I could hold my own. We we thought about what some new competitions might be. I think Scoot's got some some ideas for that. We think um, perhaps uh, a frisbee throw for accuracy. Okay. Yeah. Um, I yeah, think okay. I think I can. 
I could hang in that something. one. Probably. I don't like distance. I don't necessarily need distance. So I need to be accurate. No accurate. Yeah. Accuracy is much more important than distance. Right. Um, I think an eating contest could be something I, that I'm with a a nice beer chugging contest. Um, we could do that. I thought maybe like uh, donuts, glazed donuts. Glazed donuts, not glazed. Got to do old fashioned or something. I'm, listen, glazed make I'm it, game no, for make it sick fast. Cake um, donuts? No, I well, want. We're gonna I need find two dozen. That, two dozen. I, I was. Uh, I think. Uh, I think that. Uh, what about. What about croc running? We like did. If we had, you had to run. You have to run in croc. I'd like to do that. <laughs> I would like to. Try I would. That. I would dominate. I would be <laughs> the croc. You you can't have the strap. You you, you got to go two wheel. You can't be four wheel. You get no strap in the back. No you gotta strap run. in the back. Just that way you might <laughs> throw a crock. You might, throw, <laughs> you might have a flat. You croc throw a crock, you're out. Yeah. You throw a crock, you're out. You got to. No, so, we need I, we need to we need to brainstorm some more events, possible events. Yeah, yeah. We we should uh, we should come. There up will with be some, some events, so. and and I think what we may do is just. Uh, not tell Seabass exactly what they are until. No, you can't. You can't let him know. We can't. Well, I think what it should be is whoever comes, each person picks an event, and uh, you. Ha- but you don't tell the other people. So you get to announce one event, and you can't tell the other people. That would people. be interesting. That'd be interesting. So, well, listen, guys. I'm glad you guys had fun at it. It sounds like uh, a good Olympic competition, uh, even yeah. though Seabass kind of dominated. But uh, we're gonna take a break. Come back right here on Top Radio with hashtag open segment. So stay right there on Top Radio. Welcome back to Tob Radio. It's time for everybody's favorite segment. Hashtag open segment brought to you by Tactical Legion Knives. Tactical Legion Knives, check them out on Amazon.com. Just tap in, type in Tactical Legion and you will get probably the best knife you could ever own. So Tactical Legion Knives on Amazon.com. Scoot, what do you got for open segment for us this week? Okay, it's been a while since uh, we've been in the state of Florida for open segment, so I thought let's get Yay, back to Florida. Florida. So um, this kind of falls under Florida man, I guess you could say, or uh, perhaps stupid criminals. Okay. Right. So uh, in Okaloosa, Florida, Okaloosa Oca- Island, yeah. Um, there were some would-be burglars who went up to an ATM machine, which I always thought the word ATM machine was very redundant since machine is in the ATM. Machine is the end. So anyway, they went up to an ATM, and they thought the best way for them to hit the jackpot was by taking a blowtorch and blowtorching the uh, ATM open. What the? But an ATM is mostly made of plastic. Okay, like, wouldn't it melt like all over the so place? You're right. onto yeah, that makes there. no sense. <laughs> what yeah. actually ended up happening? So there was two guys. One had the torch. The other guy was the lookout with a crowbar. Like the big plan okay. was, hey, we're gonna blow this. You know, we're gonna burn this thing up here and, and get into it. Uh, what they actually did was weld it shut. <laughs> Uh, and so uh, they had not been caught, but they welded the ATM shut. Uh, they're still on the loose. Uh, when officials got there the next day, uh, they said that they actually um, 
saw burn marks on the ATM and could not get to the get to the ATM themselves. Um, so that is, it's if a, you're ever planning to break into an ATM, that's not the way to do it. No, I wouldn't think it is. Like I would, uh, th- I don't think that would come. First of all, um, knowing the fact that ATM machines are like the vast majority is plastic on the outside. Like where the money comes out, yeah. there's like a little plastic. It's all it's all plastic. Like I would think. When you think it all melt? <laughs> I mean, I would think like crowbar or some kind of way to just bust it open somehow. I feel like that go. that sounds like hey, I watch a lot of movies and people yeah, right. use blowtorches to do things like this. We're gonna be pros and use a blowtorch. Right, like you see the guy, like they use the blowtorch to cut open the safe door or something, you know. Uh, right. That does not work in all things. ATMs, I feel, nowadays are even smaller than they used to be. Does that sound right? I feel like the machines themselves have gotten kind of a narrow profile. Yeah, I'd say, I'd agree with that, yeah. I mean, well, now they've got all those, like it used to be all the ATM machines were like in little huts, like the little ATM buildings, or you had to go in the bank, right. or they were on the, but now they've got like ATM machines, like one bank in our town has ATM machines that are just like out in the middle of parking lots, it's like an ATM in the middle of the parking lot, yeah. like out in the open weather, like, but uh, I don't think I would think a blowtorch. I don't, I think, like, Scoot, if you were a thief yes. and you wanted to, to, to thieve some money from something or somebody, what would be your go-to? Like, what do you think? That's a tough question. Um, I mean, considering we, I mean, we as uh, as we've done a lot of wet bandits action on you know that Grand Theft Auto game. I mean, yeah. think about think about think about doing that. I mean, you're just driving uh, up. I think your take, I think your best bet, and this sounds crazy, is you have to have human interaction if you're really going to try to get the most money. Right, mm-hmm. because a machine, I cannot rely on a machine to, to for me to be able to manipulate a machine the way I want it to, like an ATM. Well, I don't think I can do that. I mean, we we have that problem every week when we record this podcast. Yes, I cannot manipulate the... machines very well. <laughs> so I'm going to have to rely on a human. Scoot, put in your password and upload your audio file. <laughs> it's very t- I cannot remember my password. Uh-huh. To this day, I do not remember it. But what do you do if you catch these guys? Like, what do you charge them with? Making the ATM more secure? Like, I don't know. Like, what are you gonna? You you try in your in your effort to steal money? Like, you well maybe we didn't we didn't take anything, guys. Maybe you like maybe the you give them an award for being a good Samaritan. Yeah. (laughs) Right. We, didn't, we didn't take any. We didn't get any money. Maybe the police what do you think those, some sort of crime what, dog. Like, how, crime how long do you do, like? How, like, what do you? How long do you work on that? If you're a thief, like, how long are you sitting there with the blowtorch? Well, you know, in the little ATM hut, it's getting like a thousand degrees there in there. Some sort of surveillance <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, man, it's man, it's hot in this <laughs> ATM hut. Oof, man. Like, I do not uh, think we thought this through. <laughs> Like why? Why do all these things happen in Florida? Well, and you know that you know that right now those two guys, like they are in, somewhere, you know, in Okaloosa, and they're uh, they're sitting there and they're going, "What's going to be our next plan?" Well, what they're we very Harry and Marv, right? That's a Harry and Marv. That is very wet bandits. Yeah, yeah, that is very Harry and Marv move. Yeah, right. So I thought like that was maybe a- if we maybe if we take and hook up a hose. To, to the fire hydrant, and we spray the ATM with water. All right, that's I mean that's kind of the equivalent. 
Yeah. So I thought maybe I, if you guys um, are on the lookout, you might uh, nab some reward money by finding guys. the two guys that were blowtorching the ATM machine in Okaloosa, Florida. Only in Florida, man. Only only Florida has has stuff like that happen. Like you never hear about that anywhere else. Very true. It's because all the crazy. It's it's the government. It's the government putting all the crazy people in Florida. Um, it could be. Yeah, I, could be. I mean, I like Florida. That's and see my point. My point exactly. Scoot Scoot's gonna end up being put in Florida someday. He's gonna be like, hey guys, um, listen, I got this call. From somebody oh, in Washington D.C. It's like those. And they uh, were like, what is, you should move to Florida. What was that story we had a couple weeks back where we had the three ladies that were naked at the rest area? Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean that's Florida. What's going on? It's Pasco County. <laughs> what's going on, Florida? Uh, you know what? Actually, you know what it is. I really think it's all because of uh, Live PD. Since Live PD has come on the air, People have all the criminals. Yeah. Cow. Well, not only that, but all the criminals all over the country are like. Well, man, if I want to get in the airtime, I got to go to Florida. There, there's two live PD, you know, in Florida. That's what it is. That's the criminals wanting to get on TV. That's what it is. I think you're right. <laughs> well, listen, guys, it's been another great week. I hope everybody's enjoying their summer and enjoying our little sporadic uh, podcasts here and there as we go. But uh, keep it tuned here. We got more stuff coming, more exciting stuff coming this fall. So uh, don't go anywhere. But before we leave, Scoot, tell us a little bit about. Tactical Lesion, our sponsor for this segment. Tactical Lesion Knives. It's a family-owned and operated company with a focus on heavy-duty knives. We love knives and have been in the knife industry for more than 15 years. When you buy a knife from us, you're buying a knife to last. We're a cut above the rest. Tactical Lesion. All right, thanks, Scoot. Hey, guys, uh, we'll see you what? We're going to take another another. Two weeks we'll be back right. in like yeah two maybe so. just just keep an eye on you know subscribe and then you don't got to worry about it you can just keep an yeah, eye on it and uh, we'll pop in and with ready for you yeah we'll pop yeah. in with new episodes it's like we're here it's like all of a sudden we're back yeah. so and uh also don't forget to check us out online tobradio.com it's the hub of everything tob so definitely go there and uh we'll see you guys in a couple weeks so thanks for listening have a great week and uh this has been tob radio <laughs>